For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The pilot who crashed. I've flown into a tower. I'm Dick Yoliano. Is this confirmation of how badly money is being wasted in D.C.? This is Kyle Cooper. Wall Street begins on a down note from Monday trading. Asian stocks mixed this morning. Good morning. It's 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden is asking Congress to act to stop a possible rail strike. More on that from CBS's Steve Dorsey. The president wants Congress to pass legislation to block a railroad strike that could happen December 9th. Contract talks between freight rail companies and four unions have stalled over health care benefits and time off policies. The world's largest active volcano is erupting for the first time in almost 40 years. Residents of the Big Island are being warned to be alert, but no evacuation. Have yet been ordered. Mauna Loa began spewing lava, creating an ash cloud so large it was seen from space. Scientists say magma had been building underground for nearly two years. We knew it was coming. We just didn't know that it was going to be in the middle of the night after Thanksgiving weekend. Mauna Loa last erupted in 1984. Lava came within four miles of the city of Hilo. You know, we're way overdue. We were way overdue for Mauna eruption. Stephanie Long, CBS News, Honolulu. Adobe Analytics predicts we spent more than $11 billion on cyber money. Uh, Monday, that is. Adobe's Vivek Pandia says discounts are driving the sales. The discounts have been very strong, and they've enticed consumers to spend with different retailers online. And that's that's really exciting for retailers to see given the concerns going into the season. Adobe expects online sales between Thanksgiving and Cyber Monday will surpass $35 billion, an increase of 3.7% over last year. The Senate is expected to finish today a bill recognizing same-sex marriage rights in the U.S. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. A decade ago, it would have strained all of our imaginations to envision both sides talking about protecting the rights of same-sex married couples. Former Vice President Mike Pence tells News Nation that former President Trump showed poor judgment having a meal with rapper Kanye West and the known white nationalist Nick Fuentes. I don't believe Donald Trump is an anti-Semite. I don't believe he's a racist or a bigot. I, I would not have been his vice president if he was. Pence says Trump should apologize. And South Korea has extradited a 42-year-old woman to New Zealand two months after she was arrested following the discovery of the bodies of two long-dead children in abandoned suitcases. New Zealand police say the woman has now arrived in the country. They say she'll be held in jail and is to appear in court Wednesday on two murder charges. South Korea's Justice Ministry says it provided New Zealand with what it calls important evidence in the case. This is CBS News. Dell's Cyber Monday business sale starts now with up to 50% off on select business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. 
So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. WTLP at 403. Tuesday morning, 29th of November 2022. Welcome in. Partly to mostly cloudy, a pleasant day this Tuesday. High of 47 to 53 before we're done. 35 you're waking up to right now. Have a good Tuesday morning to you. Indeed, Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. It was one of the most eerie sights in our area in quite a while. We're talking about that small plane that crashed over the weekend flying into an electrical tower locally in Gaithersburg, and it was stuck there. Now we're going to hear at WTLP more about the crash itself into those power lines that left two people stranded for about seven hours Sunday night. The small plane crashed in Montgomery Village around 5.30 on Sunday night, and it initially struck the power lines of one tower, then got stuck in another, said Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein. Struck the lines of the North Tower and then became embedded in the South Tower. And the pilot and passenger were in the dangling plane for hours while they waited for rescuers to try to get them out. They were anxious. They were concerned about the stability of the aircraft. Both were taken to a local hospital. Their conditions have improved and one of them has been released. The plane was also taken out of the power lines but remains on the scene while the NTSB investigates. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. The NTSB plans to release a preliminary report officially of their investigation into this crash in two to three weeks, we're told. Moments after he crashed his single-engine plane into the power lines, the pilot, 66-year-old Patrick Merkel, made a remarkably calm call to Montgomery County 911. I've flown into a tower to the northwest of Gaithersburg Airport. The calmness in his voice belies the predicament he and his passenger, 66-year-old Janet Williams, were in. Trapped about 100 feet off the ground, their plane dangling from the tower. I'm just concerned about our articulation and the, the possibility that we could slip out of this the 911 call taker asked about injuries and offered clear directions as first responders began the rescue. Stay inside of the plane, obviously. Keep as still as you can. They're working on right. getting up to you guys. Emergency personnel stayed in constant contact with pilot and passenger during the ordeal. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 406. Turning the page to other stories we're following for you this Tuesday morning, November 29th. Virginia Congressman Donald McEachin has died after a long battle with cancer. He was only 61. McEachin, a Democrat, had just won re-election for a fourth term in Virginia's 4th District. His chief of staff says he was diagnosed with colorectal cancer back in 2013. Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine from Virginia say this morning they have known each of them, McEachin, for decades and in statements separately said they are devastated to learn of his passing. McEachin was the third African-American to represent Virginia in Congress. Does the government waste money? Really? 
This may be confirmation this morning of that, at least in the district. He fired off a letter last April asking D.C.'s watchdog, the Office of the Auditor, to take a look at why stuff doesn't seem to get fixed ever in the city and schools, or at least not in a timely fashion. Now, Council Chair Phil Mendelson says the results are in and a lot of cash is being wasted. But the report confirms is that the central component of any good maintenance system which is work orders, is a mess. In some work orders, before and after photos were not the actual project, but stock images found on the Internet. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP at 407, traffic and weather coming up next. Stay with us. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7-365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months, now through December 2nd. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. November 29th, good Tuesday morning. Welcome into WTOP at 408. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Good morning to Rich Hunter and the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, they were still picking up the remnants of the work zone on eastbound 66, approaching 29 in Centerville. So again, uh, should be getting by by squeezing to the right there as they were backing up along. Actually, should be getting by, squeezing by to the left. But in any event... They were in the process of picking up the last of that work zone, so just be careful there as a result. Now, if you're traveling uh, 66 westbound inside the Beltway, as you head west of the Roslyn Tunnel toward Glebe Road, just before you cross over U.S. 29, uh, the crash had both uh, lanes blocked. It was apparently a vehicle sideways across the roadway. Uh, Authorities were on scene, but traffic was squeezing by, according to our listeners, single file left using the left shoulder. But again, be extra careful there as a result of that crash. Uh, 95 northbound, just north of Route 3 in Fredericksburg. Works and remains in the left lane of 3, but as of late, you get by without the lane. Beyond that, you're in good shape all the way up to the Beltway in Springfield. Uh, they just began the process of picking up the work on the outer loop of the Beltway, headed south of the Legion Bridge toward Georgetown Pike. Again, stay left to get by as they start backing up along the right side of the roadway. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Tracking the next couple of days for you. Your Tuesday, not too bad. High temperature in the low 50s, going 53 with a mixture of clouds and sun. Uh, Wednesday, all clouds. Good chance for rain early in the day. High temperature of 60. Sounds great, but uh, once again, rain and wind. Winds gusting 30 to 40 miles per hour, bringing wind chills in the 30s on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, you are waking up to a bit of a chill. 31 degrees in Manassas, 39 Metro Center, 30 straight up in Frederick, Maryland, 4 a.m. hour. Tuesday morning, November 29th, we're at 35 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. This latest check of traffic and weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The latest on the war between Ukraine and Russia. 
That's coming next on WTOP. Stay with us. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. November is the month when we gather and give thanks. WTOP and the National MS Society are working to also make it the month of giving. To raise funds and awareness to end multiple sclerosis. WTOP's Dave Johnson and Mike Marilla both live with MS. They're our inspiration. As well as so many others with MS. Make a donation. Sign up to volunteer. Or connect with an event in your area. Let's give this everything we've got. Visit WTOP.com slash MS Society. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. WTOP at 412. Good morning. You're listening to WTOP News. The latest now on the war this morning, the ministers of foreign affairs of Estonia, Finland, Iceland, Latvia, Lithuania, Norway, and Sweden all visiting Kiev recently. Considered the biggest international visit to Kiev from the beginning of Russia's war against Ukraine and is considered more proof of Europe's commitment to help Ukraine. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green has more for us. It's hard to tell what Russia's planning. But there are signs they're up to something. We have seen that more warships, a big warship now carrying eight caliber missiles appeared in the Black Sea, which is a sign that they are planning for, for another massive missile strike. Yuri Sack is an advisor to Ukraine's Minister of Defense. He says the Russians have learned that in order to hit any targets inside Ukraine, they need to overwhelm our air defense systems. And Sachs says there's only one way Russia can do that. And this can only be possible if they launch these missile strikes in swarms. And that's exactly what they suspect coming based on the body language of Russia's forces in the country and those far outside the country. Hey, JJ, folks have been really concerned about the Russians having control of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, and now it looks like they may be preparing to leave. Is that true? Yeah, there's a strong possibility of that. We don't know for sure what's going to happen, but uh, speaking with Yuri Sack, an advisor to Ukraine's Minister of Defense, he said they actually have some evidence that's been passed on to them from people inside the plant, people who work at the plant. And he says the behavior of the Russian troops that have been in and around the plant, according to these people who work there, these Ukrainians, suggest that they are planning to pack up and leave. Now, of course, this may be another false flag or another hint at something to try to throw Ukraine off. In fact, we heard the Kremlin spokesman say they're not planning to leave, but you never know with Russia, especially considering statements that their government makes. But Sachs says there are people who work in the plant that say that Russia's body language and behavior there suggest they are planning to leave. With the latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking there with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. There are more ways than ever to listen to WTOP on air, online, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. WTOP, Washington's top news, constantly updated, 24-7, 365. 
Good morning, starshine. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Tuesday morning, November 29th. Indeed, sports time at 4.15 on your Tuesday morning. Let's check in with Mr. Rob Woodford this hour. The Wizards emphatically return to the win column, setting season highs in points scored and margin of victory in a 142-27 blowout of the Minnesota Timberwolves. That snaps a three-game slide. Kristaps Porzingis scored a career-best 41 points to lead the effort, but Wes Unsell Jr. says of a defense that forced 18 turnovers that led to 29 points. Some of them we fell into, honestly, but the hand activity, our awareness, getting in the guys and being a little bit more physical at the point of screens, trying to take things away when we could, but the fact that we were able to turn teams over and capitalize was really, a, going into this game, a point of issue. So we were able to capitalize on that tonight, which is a big positive. The T-Wolves lost Carl Anthony Towns to a leg injury in the third quarter. Minnesota is optimistic is not serious. Virginia Tech also enjoyed a double-digit home win over Minnesota, beating the Golden Gophers 67-57. Since week six, the Washington Commanders' 6-1 and record and plus-seven turnover ratio are the NFL's best. The defense has allowed the third-fewest points and fourth-fewest yards over that same span, and Ron Rivera has a pretty straightforward approach to the rest of the season. The next step would be to score a few more points and not allow a few more points. And instead of winning games by one score, maybe you win a few more by two or three scores. I think that's the next evolution. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Taylor Heineke. That burgundy and gold offense, ninth worst in both scoring and passing yardage. In the other football, it's win or go home for Team USA in the World Cup. A draw or a loss to Iran Tuesday afternoon would eliminate the Americans. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 416 Tuesday morning, November 29th. A woman is under arrest this morning following a fire in Landover Hills over the weekend, Sunday night in specific, that investigators believe this morning was actually set. Two people were taken to the hospital in the situation with serious injuries after the fire located at a multi-family home on Warner Avenue. Thirteen other residents were displaced because of this. The unnamed woman who was arrested is charged this morning with multiple counts of arson, malicious burning, and reckless endangerment in connection with this fire. Damage estimated to be at least 100000 bucks. the investigation ongoing. A Prince George's County student under arrest this morning accused of bringing a gun to school this week. County police say a classmate saw the 16-year-old student showing off the gun on the bus on the way to Frederick Douglass High Monday morning. The gun was apparently unloaded, but police do say there was ammo in the student's backpack. The child is being charged this morning as an adult with multiple charges related to having a gun on school grounds. And word that Virginia Congressman Donald McEachin has died this week after a long battle with cancer. He was only 61. McEachin, a Democrat, had just won re-election for a fourth term in Virginia's 4th District. His chief of staff says this morning he diagnosed with and has been battling colorectal cancer on and off since 2013. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this morning. A progressive Democratic congressman, as we've been telling you, from Virginia has passed away. We'll take a deeper dive into his career and background, and the Senate is set to vote today, we're told, on legislation to protect same-sex and interracial marriages. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Where the time now, Tuesday morning, is 4.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, over to Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, they are actively picking up the work on the Adaloop between the Legion Bridge and Georgetown Pike. They're about halfway done picking things up, so they have a little while to go yet for now. Should have at least two lanes left getting by, so that's good news. So there's no real significant delay getting past what's left of the work zone. Now, the Interloop Express lanes are still closed between Springfield and 66. 
There's no work there in the main line, which is good news. Beyond that, they are working on the interloop between 123 and the toll road in the three-lane stretch. The right lane of three there blocked with that work since so be careful. Two lanes to the left get you by, uh, right by that new exit for the Dulles Toll Road. Now in Maryland, still working 70 westbound. as you head west of the Baltimore Beltway. Single right lane gets you by. Southbound 95 as you head south toward the south entrance of the Baltimore Beltway. Still down to a single left lane through that work zone. Uh, so watch out for some delays there as a result. Uh, sounds like they're starting to clear out the two-way traffic. Or at least they were opening up the eastbound span, then getting ready to clear up the two-way traffic on the westbound span. So that is in, in progress, but it'll be a while before that's completely cleared up. Uh, Virginia, Arlington County, westbound 66, about halfway between the Roslyn Tunnel and Glebe Road, getting by the crash by staying to the left with response on scene. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Good morning. It's a mainly clear sky. Temperatures, for the most part, in the 30s this morning. Feels like November again. A nice day ahead. Some sunshine this morning. Turning cloudy later today, but no rain on your Tuesday. Today's high 54. Windy and mild and rainy. All that coming our way tomorrow. Powerful winds will push temperatures to near 60 degrees with a dousing of rain likely tomorrow morning into the afternoon. Back to chilly and dry weather for Thursday and Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Right now, you're waking up to a bit of a chill this early morning, Tuesday morning, November 29th, 4 a.m. hour, 39 in Hyattsville, as well at Foggy Bottom, 30 in Fredericksburg, we're at 35 in Holding, and our nation's capital this early 4 a.m. hour. This check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's New Look Home Design, 1-800-279-5300. Check them out. WTOP at 420. Good morning. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at anova.org slash heartbeat. Have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto in your car and the WTOP app on your phone? Then you have one-touch access to the WTOP live stream. Trying to head toward the west Traffic end. reports, podcasts, this podcast has allowed us to and more. Check it out today. And on that morning when I wake up. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. WTOP News Time, now 421. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this early morning. From Shanghai to Beijing, protests have erupted across China. This kind of dissent against the ruling Communist Party is rare, sparked by anger over the country's zero-COVID policy. As numbers increase at demonstrations in major cities, so too has the number of complaints as some people are now calling strongly for greater democracy and freedom. This morning, author and Asia expert Gordon Chang, whose books include The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S.-China Tech War, with his tip. This is extraordinary because these protests across China took place without coordination, without leadership. They spontaneously occurred because people across China are sick and tired of the Communist Party. You know, the party is very good at coercing people, imprisoning them, intimidating them. But when something like this occurs, and this was the fire on Thursday in Urumqi in northwestern China, 
it just triggered people's emotions, especially because children were killed unnecessarily. I mean, this was because uh, fire trucks, firefighters couldn't get to the building because of COVID barricades on the roads. Some are comparing these uh, nationwide protests to what happened in Tiananmen Square back in 1989. Is this similar or is this maybe just a flare up that might go away in a couple of days? Well, this is a flare-up that could go away, but it is a flare-up that will come back. It'll flare over something else. And in a sense, they're very different than what happened in 1989. In 1989, although the protests were larger, it was Beijing and 370 other cities, people were not protesting the Communist Party rule. All they wanted were hardliners to get out of the way so that there could be some reform in the party. Now people are saying, we don't want the party at all. We want Xi Jinping to step down. We want to overthrow the party. So this is revolutionary now. And we're going to have to see where this goes. But it looks like China, for this very reason, is going to be unstable for quite some time. Is she in trouble? I think so. You know, last month, when he cemented his control over the Communist Party, people were saying, well, he's a dictator for life. Well, Maybe, but it might be quite a short life. As she has gained control over the party and cemented it, the party has been losing control of Chinese society. And this was evident at the end of last month with those protests at the iPhone factory in Zhengzhou in the central part of the country. Those were also extraordinary in different ways, but they were extraordinary. And those protests at uh, the iPhone plant have continued up until about last week or so. That's author and Asia expert Gordon Chang talking there with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to WTOP.com slash alert. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome in this early hour, November 19th, 425 in the morning to be exact. Money news. We bring you each half hour at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute with the threat of a nationwide railroad workers strike looming just ahead of the holidays. President Biden is calling on Congress to take action and stop a possible shutdown of the country's freight lines. Right now, four dissenting unions have until December 9th to approve a negotiated contract deal. We'll see if investors can recover from yesterday's setback. Stocks tumbled on concern about China and COVID and also on worries about the Fed and more rate hikes. Fed Chair Jay Powell will be giving a speech tomorrow. A setback last week for companies trying to get more of their workers back at their office. Castle Systems says the share of workers in the office was only 38% of pre-pandemic levels. And IKEA planning to cut prices on some of its do-it-yourself furniture, telling Reuters it can lower prices thanks to lower costs for raw materials and for shipping. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Denise Pellegrini on WTOP. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. WTOP News Time, now 426. Let's check the latest in the tech world for you. This Tuesday morning, November 29th on WTOP. I'm Larry Magid with the Connect Safely Report. Many of us are going to be buying holiday presents on Amazon. 
And while the world's largest online e-tailer does have some good bargains, be wary of ones that may be too good to be true. Shelley Palmer of the... This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.